everyone. So, um, I know it's been a little bit of a while because of this COVID, but, um, I know where we left off. Sorry, I got some allergies going on, but, um, uh, where we left off with him in custody. Um, but there's some things that I left off that I wanted you guys to know. Um, and I just, I don't know if you've watched the show Dirty John. A good friend of mine told me about Dirty John on Netflix. You guys need to watch it if you haven't. I didn't until I was told about this. But, um, so once they told me to watch this show, I was, oh, God, there's so many similarities. And I'm sure you guys will see it, too. But, um, insurance fraud, that's a big one. I specifically know that my ex, his mom was big into insurance fraud. So his mom was still here. His mom was, his mom is here actually in Burbank. She's, she's here to this day. She has nothing to do with my son and I. Um, because she totally condones her son's behavior which he's still doing the same behavior over there in Europe. You know, messing around with a bunch of women over there. And as far as I know, that's what he's doing. And keeping the facade going and just changing his name. He's changed his name like three times since he's been over there in Europe, just so y'all know. Like three different times. He's changed his name. Um, Well, he's had to because... um. His cousin actually reached out to me about a year ago. Once all this happened, he reached out to me and uh, basically told me that his um, cousin, once he got there and arrived after he was deported, he had nowhere to go. So his cousin and his cousin's wife and their two little kids, little girls, took him in. So they took him in, took care of him, you know, gave him a place to stay, gave him money. And this is how he repays them. He, like, tries to seduce his cousin's wife when his cousin's working in the Netherlands. So his cousin has a job in the Netherlands. And he goes there often, like every two weeks, but then he comes home. And during those times, my ex-husband's sitting there trying to seduce his wife. Basically giving her the poor me, I'm the victim, I lost my child, I lost my wife, like I have Everything's gone. Everything was taken from me. I have nothing. And I just want to die. And I want to kill myself. And poor me. Let me just like, you know, the poor me story where they, I just need a head. I, I just need a shoulder to lie my head on and cry. Really? Okay. So that's what happened. As far as I know, you know, I wasn't there. 
So his cousin reached out to me from Europe and is like, look, this is what's going on here. And this guy is a total psychopath. He has taken all our family here for money. He's not paying us back. And he tried to sleep with my wife. So basically, he's just victimizing his family over there, which I'm not surprised at all. Actually, I'm going to give my sister kudos to that because she's the one that said she like started looking up his family over there and she's like, oh, just so you know, those are the next victims over there. And I'm just like, what? Like, you don't think, but she did. And she was like, these are the next victims. So after that. Pretty crazy, but she was right. Um, after that, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And then his own family reaching out to me from over there. I didn't know what to think. I was totally beside myself. Because you know what happened here. You know the assault. You all know that, you know, he got arrested. Um... So, during, okay, let's back it up a little bit. Um, during that whole process where he got arrested and everything, um, I was actually allowed to come in and make a statement, a victim statement, because I was the victim. So crazy. I'm thinking back on it now, I'm sorry. Um, that I went in there. And I had everything that I wanted to say. And he's just sitting there. He's sitting there in the defendant box. Um, and the judge is like, you know, you can't say anything. This is just now I'm able to make a statement after his, sen after his sentencing. Sorry. <clears throat> Anyways, so I was just like... As far as I remember, I know I had a lot written down, but I'm just going to give you like the um, main details. I was just like, you know what? Like, I loved you. I took care of you. I provided. I provided for the family. I gave you a son. Not that that's anything. Not that it's like, oh, I'm going to give you a son. Like, if y'all knew from the very beginning, like, he had had a son with his first marriage and lost him. But we all know why he lost him now. But I didn't know that then. Like, I had never encountered a narcissist, a sociopath, ever before in my life. This person's a psychopath. I have never dealt with one of these individuals before ever in my life. And he made me feel so bad for him. That he lost his son in his first marriage. To the point to where I'm like, if this works out, I want to give him a son. Stupid me. So, I want to give him a son, right? Because he lost his son from his first marriage. And I do. Um, 
but I just remember, like, I know that genuinely, if these individuals have a soul or have anything in them, I know that they really want to find love. They really want to fill that hole in them. Because what it is, is it's an empty vessel. They're just an empty vessel. They're an empty hole. I don't even know if they have a soul. I, I honestly feel like they're demonized or evil possessed. I really don't think they're just so empty and so shallow that no matter what they do to try to feed it and fill it up, it doesn't work, right? Because this guy, he's had many kids. And there's more out there that we don't even know about, which is really sad. It's sad for me and my son because it's like my son has siblings out there that he's never going to know. But he made me feel so sorry for him that he lost his son from his first marriage, his first divorce, and he's the victim. The bright ladies are always the victim. Um, and he lost his son. She took him. But we all know why now. But I didn't know that back then. So, you know, I just, as I gradually fell in love with him. And really like intertwined with him and really emotionally got involved with him because I thought it was safe. I, um, obviously like, it's like, oh, poor, you know. This poor guy, he's a good guy. I love him. I want to, the stupid shit that we do, ladies, in her head, I want to give him a child. So eventually, I gave him a son. And we all know how that turned out, but, um, it's just, That's what happened. So, you know, I gave him a son and I found out. I just found out a lot that I'm not proud of. And I should not have entertained this in the very first place. But here we are today. And you know what? I just give it to the Lord. And I just believe that my son needed to be here. And that's the reason why I went through what I did. Not only that, it proved to me, it showed me that I'm stronger than what I thought that I was. I mean, I'm I'm a very strong, independent woman. I didn't realize that back then, the way that I do now, and like how I can handle myself now, how I, it's just beyond me. But we learn as we grow. So I wanted you all to know, um, so my ex was basically dealing with insurance fraud. I didn't know this. Um, if you all watch the show, Dirty John, you guys got to watch this. Like I said in the beginning, a very good friend of mine told me, wow, your story is freaking crazy. It's like incredible. Like you need to watch Dirty John. So, Dirty John is on Netflix. You can look it up on Netflix. Dirty John, Eric Banya, 
he is the main cast member and he he um actually is one of the directors and producers it's so freaking crazy it's really literally partially my story so basically my story could be a lifetime movie network you know with everything that happened with my ex threatening my life threatening to freaking kill me put a gun in my, to my head put a bullet in my head and my family to take my son and leave the country okay okay um Gosh, I don't know what movie this is from, but my ex lived in movie land. Like everything, every story, every love story, everything was a freaking movie. And like I told you all in the very beginning of this podcast, these narcissists, these sociopaths, these psychopaths, they do not feel real emotion like you and I do. There's just something in there that's blocked. I don't know if it's, trauma let's give them grace let's give them grace and say that it's trauma that they went through a bad childhood that they were abused i don't know what it is but if it's those things maybe that's that and i'll give them grace but if it's not they're just freaking possessed they just have an evil entity attached to them because i'm i'm serious i after what I've experienced in my life and what happened to me and what I'm seeing going on and then what I know now before me and what he did before me that I know and I didn't know then, which I wish I would have, it's just evil. It's evil. So I truly believe that there's evil, there's possession, there are... Things that are going on around us that we just, we can't put a finger on, but we know it's happening. And I truly believe that these people are evil possessed. Um, unless it's just for ill-gotten gain, like, you know, unless it's just for funny. Um, but... I'm going to give you guys a little background on my ex that I found out after the fact. I I know that he found out about insurance fraud through his mother because his mom was doing insurance fraud and she taught him. So basically, with insurance fraud, they would, just like on Dirty John, which I know you're all going to watch it now. Girls, ladies, husbands, men, whatever. I'm not single, single hewing out. I know you all are going to watch it. Dirty John on Netflix. He grew up learning how to do insurance fraud. This poor little boy, when he was a child, would jump in front of cars accidentally, supposedly, get hit, break an arm, break a leg, and then the people would be so freaked out that they would just pay him off, pay him and his parents off. So they didn't have to involve the insurance company. He did that deliberately. 
Now, what I know from my ex and his mom, she did crazy stuff with uh, vehicles. As far as I know, I'm sure there's more, but she would pay people off to like take them and, you know, dismember them, burn them, take them over, uh, over, over the border and get money. And, um, so she would get money from it and be able to get another car. So he learned that from his mom. That's some good parenting right there. Parenting 101. Oh, really? Seriously? Like, oh my God. Really? Okay. Let's come over here from Europe because we're freaking, what is it? Hungarian gypsies. Total Hungarian gypsies. That's such a Hungarian gypsy thing. He was such a Roma, such a Hungarian gypsy. It's not even funny. I wish I would have known. So this guy's a freaking gypsy. And he's just a gypsy living off of other people. And their success. And their like goals. Because he he has none of his own. But really insurance fraud. This is what he did. So I remember when I was dating him. He had a car. Um, an Intrepid. He didn't like it. He did not like it. He didn't care for it. And he kept telling me that. And he wanted to trade it in or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then next thing I know, it was gone. Next thing I know, his intrepid's like got stolen. Like, I didn't know any of this then. Okay, it was gone. Whatever. Let's speed up to the present. Like later on, years later, I found out that he had paid a friend to take his intrepid and steal it. He paid him like, I don't know how much he paid him, but he paid a friend to take this car, drive it over the border and set it on fire and leave it. So then he could claim like a stolen vehicle. And then he got paid out. So then he took that money and just got another car. And the reason why I know that is because later on when we were married, well, when we were dating, I knew that story like vaguely, like he didn't give me all the details. Well, we know why now. Hello. Oh my God. But I didn't know the whole details until later on, years later, when we're married, I'm pregnant with our son. I have my infinity. I really wanted to trade it in and get a bigger car, but I couldn't at the time. And he's like, well, I have a solution for that. Of course you do. What's that? Um, well, we could just pay somebody to like take the car and drive it over the border and light it on fire and just claim it as stolen. Really? Are you freaking kidding me? Like, um, hell no. Like, I'm not going to do that shit. Like, seriously? No. I'm not going to do that. Like, freaking, that's like, that's insurance fraud. That's a freaking federal crime. That's like a crime. That's like karma. I don't want that karma on me. No, I don't want that bad juju on me. Like, no, you're like freaking insane. 
hello like oh my god he's so freaking gross like seriously he wanted me to do that oh god and then um so y'all know too when he was in custody and I was able to make that um statement and even the judge was like oh he's disgusting like this is over with and when my attorney my the DA walked out she was just like oh my god this guy is a total total sociopathic narcissist like he's a narcissist and I'm like okay yeah like now I'm getting it I didn't know that then I didn't know what a narcissist was until all this, until I was really involved, and then I started really researching and looking it up. And what's so funny is that to this day, about six months ago, I went to this really big function, really nice function. It was a retirement for some judges, and this judge that was on my case happened to be one of them, who... I am going to get her to speak on one of my next future podcasts. She's freaking amazing. Total woman judge. All woman power. I'm going to get her to speak. Because now that she's retired, she can. And so I ran into her at this function and she was just like, wow. I remember your case. Like, that was pretty crazy. And she's like, hopefully you're making better choices now in men because that guy was a total sociopath. Like, okay, yeah, I know. Freaking crazy. But it was just an honor to, like, speak to her. And it's going to be an honor to have her on one of my podcasts. She's, She's an amazing woman. But anyways, um... I'm just beside myself with all this stuff that's happening. Like, I've never heard of this kind of insurance fraud and and these things happening. And it's just insane to me. But, yeah, my DA was just like, this guy is a total psychopath. Um, and I don't think I told you guys this either. But when I was first dating him... You know, I had a few friends from the gym that I talked to, you know, very casually and told them about him because they asked and we just talked. And then one of my really good friends, boyfriends, who's her husband now, but at the time decided to look him up because he said he was this ex professional tennis player and who was on the ranking not that he was like number one or the top 10 nothing like that but he was on the ranking so if you're on the ranking you can just google their last name and find them he couldn't find him anywhere and she was telling me after the fact was like why didn't you guys tell me um when i was in it like hello but they looked him up and they didn't they looked him up in the beginning never said a word but they couldn't find him anywhere. Um, hello, like, shocker, he's a freaking liar. He's a sociopath. He's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> liar. If their lips are moving, they're lying. 
So obviously they couldn't find him anywhere, which I'm not shocked now because it was all a freaking lie. But that's just so funny. You know what? It's just more validation. It's more validation to the story. And anyway, so back to the story. So yeah, he got arrested. He was in jail. He was trying to call all these bondsmen in the area who happen to be freaking my friends, or if they're not my friends, they're friends of friends, and they know my story, and they know what he did, and they know he doesn't have money, and they straight out told him, you don't have money, freaking Carla has the money. Like, we're sorry, we can't do anything for you. And not only that, it's like, really? Like, you're a douche. You're a douche. We're not going to do nothing for you. Carla's got the money. You don't have shit. We're not going to do nothing for you. So there you go. So he stayed in custody. He tried to get the bail reduced. They paid all this money. And then the judge was like, um, no, you're a flight risk. You're a criminal. You're a felon. I see your past. And they saw more to his past, more than what I knew. And this is what the DA told me, too. There's more than what I know that he's capable of and that he's done and he's violent. So they kept him in custody and they kept that bell at a million dollars. And this all happened before they finally just was like, okay, you're done. Bye, Felicia. You're going back to freaking Europe. So... Eventually, that's what happened. He didn't get out. He tried to plead out, thought he was going to get out and wander around this area and torment me and do whatever he wanted. But his plans were very mistaken. He was very mistaken because <laughs> his plans were like totally sideswiped once he pled out because he didn't want to plead out once his ex-wife got here and had so much against him. He didn't want people knowing. He didn't want to be exposed more than I already exposed him because this guy is just a dirty, dirty, disgusting individual. And he didn't want more to get laid out. But that's why he pled out. So his ex couldn't come. Um, so he thought he was going to just get released and be able to wander for a while and cause mischief and shenanigans like he always does. So that didn't happen. So <clears throat> while his two buddies of his were sitting at the Riverside County Jail waiting for him to get released because he pled out, there were two federal agents from immigration sitting there too in street clothes they were not in uniform sitting there too and waiting and they just happened to chance upon his two buddies and start talking to them being like yeah we're just here hanging out waiting for for a guy and 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 my ex-husband's two buddies were like oh yeah we're waiting for our friend to get, get um released you know his ex-wife you know she freaking lied 
and she said all these things about him that he didn't do, and he's just an innocent victim. Okay, okay, innocent victim. Whoa, okay, that just makes me laugh. Okay, okay, victim. Um, and she just lied and she set him up and okay, yeah. Okay. All right, you guys, like, okay, let's just cut the bullshit right now. But that's what it was. And so the techs are, are, are sitting there playing along. They're like, yeah, that really sucks. You know, poor him, blah, blah, blah. So my ex-husband gets released finally from Riverside Presley Detention Center. And as he's walking out, he comes up to his buddies. And his buddies are like, hey, you know, they think they're going to go grab beers and hang out. And then the two detectives that are in street clothes pop up and they're like, oh, by the way, sorry to like, um, sorry to like blow your party and be like the party boomers. But there ain't no party here because we're like hooking him up and he's going into federal <laughs> custody. So that's what happened. Yeah, they blew out his party and they he went straight into federal custody. But this guy, he thought he was going to get out and like cause more drama and more fucking like drift and like try to screw with me more and just jab, jab, jab like he always did. And all I can say is thank the Lord, Lord saved me right there and was like um no you're done tormenting this woman and this child and like you just need to move along move along you little empty vessel like you're nothing yeah and that's what happened they just moved them along like bye felicia bye your party just got pooped out we poop out at parties and your party got pooped out and you're not going to do shit anymore because we're here. We're going to swoop you up. You're not going to go. We're the party poopers. And we're bringing you into federal custody. And that's what happened. And this motherfucker thought that he was going to be out. And he was going to be like, yeah, I'm out now. I don't care that I pled out. And I don't care that I'm facing deportation. Because at least now I'm out to run amok for a few months until I get deported. But no. No, that got sidetracked, and you didn't even get to do that. Even though you thought you were, but you didn't. And what's so funny is that even the judge thought, and the judge was like, told him to, you've said enough. And she gave him this, like, look like, oh my God, you're disgusting. Because he is. And that's what the, um... My defense attorney, the, you know, the DA, the district attorney, my defense attorney, and her investigator came out and they were like, oh my God, he's disgusting. He's like a total freaking sociopathic narcissist. And I'm like, okay. Like, I was just, I was in shock. Of course I'm in shock because this is my husband. This was the man that I had a child with. And it's like, what is this? Like, I had to look this stuff up. 
so sad, but for people to see it and look at me like, ugh, it was so much validation for me, for me who didn't even know what the heck it was. It's just, wow. That was all the Lord. But what it came down to is, yeah, after all that happened and even his family reaching out to me a year later after he got deported. So he literally went from Riverside County Jail thinking that he was going to get out, but he didn't. Awesome. Bye, Felicia. Like, you need to get the fuck out. You need to get the fuck out of this country and freaking leave because the U.S. don't want you because you're freaking, you're, you're fucking evil. You're disgusting. Like, bye. And that's what happened. And he went bye-bye. And he was escorted back to Hungary by two federal agents, too, that escorted him back there. They escorted his dirty ass back there and he got there and his cousin and his cousin's wife were the only people there to help him. So nice. So sweet. Because you know what? That's what I would have done too. Because we don't realize how evil people can be. So that's what I, what I would have done too. And once he got back there, he lived off his cousin and his cousin's wife. So nice. But you want to know how he paid them back? Well, when his cousin would fly back to the Netherlands every two weeks and stay there for two weeks and work, my ex-husband started seducing his wife and being like, oh, poor me. I lost everything. I lost my home. I lost my son. I lost my family. I lost my wife. I left everything I had. And I just want to die and kill myself. But maybe if you kiss me and and give me attention and make me feel good about myself. And maybe if you just let me have sex with you, I'll feel better and I won't want to die. So he started working his cousin's wife. Shocker. So, yeah. And so he tried having sex with his cousin's wife. And why I want to say try is because his cousin, when he reached out to me, I was skeptical. I was like, who the hell is this? Like, what the hell? Because he was reaching out to me saying, like, he's a bad guy. He's talking about going back to the U.S. and taking your son and taking him to Mexico. And I'm like, what the hell? And yeah, he's like, this guy's a bad guy. He's talking about taking your son and going back to Mexico and taking him with him. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he's a total psychopath. He's a bad guy. He basically, he swindled his family out of 10 grand and is not talking to any of his family over there. So he victimized his family over there with money and he victimized his cousin, his cousin's wife who took him in. His cousin has two little girls, which I was fearful of because later on I found out that 
he has some um, unexplained issues with kids with his second second wife. His second wife had a step or a stepsister, yes, who was 13, 14 years old, who had allegations against him for um, some sexual issues. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. This is really crazy, you guys. But um, So his cousin, like, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, he's talking about coming over here, taking my son and leaving the country, changing his name and everything. It's like, and he, oh, and get this guy's, he's changed his name like three different times already. He has a different name already. Um, but the thing that legitimately hit me and made me feel like, okay, this is true was when his cousin told me that, well, yeah, you know, he tried seducing my wife and she told me what he did and all this, but she also said that it just didn't work out. Like he was impotent. That was the locking key right there. I was like. Okay, this guy isn't shitting me. This this is the real deal. This is the real freaking deal because, yeah, he has huge, huge erectile dysfunction. Like, okay, if he takes something, if he takes Viagra or whatever, yeah, that's good. Like, that will work. But if he isn't taking shit, this sh it don't work. It does not work for shit. Which is freaking funny. Because he used to blame me for that shit all the time. And then now talking to some of the women he was with. And now his cousin's own wife literally said like, well, it didn't even work. Like, oh my God. So much validation for me. Hello. No. This guy's... He, it doesn't work unless he's taking shit. Like, he could not make it work without nothing. It's so hilarious, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like, wow. So, he did this to his own family in Europe, in Hungary. He basically victimized his own family his own family in europe his own flesh and blood just like he did his own flesh and blood blood which is his child his son here with me and victimized him i'm just gonna let you all know like narcissists sociopaths psychopaths they only produce offspring so they have more people to idolize them and worship them and love them it's for no other reason and if they don't do it and they don't feel like they're getting that fulfillment they will discard them too they will discard their own children if they do not feel that they are getting what they need from them just like they do you So, yeah, we're almost in the end. So, yeah, um, bottom line is you guys can figure out 
He got deported. He's gone now. My son and I are here. We're doing phenomenal. And um, he victimized his own family over there. And he's starting another family. He's 52 years old, starting an entire new family. And I guarantee you he's victimizing them too. So, next story, or next <laughs> next episode, will be the end. It will just be like where we're at now. And now that I want to write a book about this, and hopefully my followers will want to read it and support me, and I would totally love it. Um... And I'll just go from there and let you all know what's going on now. And I just want to thank you again for listening. And we're closer to the end. I think you guys are getting the um, gist of it. So, yeah. He got deported. My son and I have a criminal protective order against him for the next 10 years. Um, and he's just over there recreating the same life and the same story that he had here it's it's so bizarre and he thinks he's getting back to, at me because he's doing it through social media but what i've seen is just it's just sick it's just like total role play and i'm sure you guys who have been involved with the narcissist a sociopath, a psychopath. You guys all know. You guys all know it. I don't have to tell you. We can relate. So, um, anyways, you know, um, the next episode I come in, it's going to be the end. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And the next one's going to be end. And, you know, I just, if you can, email me. I'd like to hear your story, like questions and answers and feedback and maybe we can share stories anyways so um i hope you're all being safe um stay healthy and i will get back to you sooner and um i'd really like to hear your story too or some feedback um I thank you all for the ones who have given me feedback. It's been amazing. And it's just nice to know that you're not alone here, right? So just, um, anyways, enjoy your night. I'll be back sooner. Stay safe and healthy with this virus stuff that's going on. And, um, yeah, I just would love to hear your input. So have a great, great night, you guys. Love you. Bye.